Hi Shruti, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shrey, for giving me the opportunity. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, sure. So I'm Shruti Agarwal, one of the co-founders of Stashfin. Stashfin is a fintech company that gives uh, unsecured loans to folks who are underbanked through our credit line uh, product. This company started in uh, 2016, and I'm one of the three co-founders. The main founder of the company is Tushar Agarwal, uh, and we have our tech co-founder Parikshit uh, Chitalkar. Me about myself. I am uh, a Delhi girl, born and brought up here. Went to SRCC for my undergraduate studies. Post that, uh, went to pursue chartered accountancy. Did my articleship with Price Waterhouse Coopers in Delhi. Spent some time continuing to work with Price Waterhouse Coopers. Then pursued my higher studies with the uh, Columbia University in New York, where I worked with uh, uh, various organizations uh, like. Um, BlackRock, Blackstone, then went into work with the UNDP, explored the public sector, and then decided to do a full-time opportunity with Merrill Lynch Bank of America in their public finance group. That was a very interesting time for me, as uh, you know, the infrastructure in the U.S. was getting stronger. We financed uh, the metro line in New York, uh, colleges, hospitals, name it, and a lot of focus was uh, on infrastructure. Post that, I decided to enter the startup space, um, spend some time uh, between India and uh, the US being the startup space, decided to move back to India, took some time off, started a family, and then joined Stashfin in 2016. Okay. Uh, I'm very curious to understand what, what led to the journey of joining Stashfin. Honestly speaking, uh, you know, my love for retail, when uh, I was in the startup space, I actually went into retail fashion at that point in time. And, uh, you know, even though I was in retail fashion, I did have passion for finance and fintech, where we are doing B2C lending. The Both the passions came in together and decided to work with Stashfin. I am not really the brainchild for Stashfin. It's Tusha, as I said, Tushar Agarwal is the main co-founder of, main founder of the company. And his experience working with number of NBFCs in India led to uh, led to uh, setting up of Stashfin. Okay. But uh, but uh, one of the ethos which uh, Stashfin follows is making sure that the underbanked, you know, we have four hundred million um, folks in India who uh, do not have a credit footprint. What Stashfin is trying to do is get these 400 people, 400 million people, a credit foot, footprint so that they, as and when they grow in their aspirations, should get an auto loan or a business loan. They can enter mainstream credit and uh, be able to get uh, auto loans, home loans, business loans uh, by taking uh, baby steps with Stashfin. Okay. Can you please elaborate more on the journey of Stashfin? How has Stashfin developed since 2016? Yeah, sure. So uh, Stashfin started uh, back in September of 2016 with uh, seven employees in uh, one of the homes. You know how the garage story starts in startup. We also worked out of a drawing room of someone and gradually, uh, you know, uh, moved to a proper office and uh, from being 50 people to 100 people. Now we are 200 people uh, based out of Sultanpur, New Delhi. 
um, we started with the small ticket size loans just starting in Delhi. And now we have a uh, footprint in uh, Pan-India uh, Pan doing, I think, uh, 6,500 zip codes. And, uh, you know, just want to make sure that uh, all the people who need uh, help developing a credit, we are there to support them. Okay. Can you please elaborate more on the, the demographics of India in terms of what does underbank mean? How important credit score is? Yeah, absolutely. So today, if you want to go uh, buy a, you know, buy a two-wheeler, you know, you probably, uh, credit score is the first thing someone would check to know whether you you are financially responsible. Financially responsible comes in two ways. One, have you taken a loan on time or a credit card on time and have you repaid on time? And second is, can you afford to pay? What is your free cash flows? If you're a salaried person, your income is fixed uh, and it's only that much uh, free cash flow is available to spend on um, frills, as simple as in, a two-wheeler could be a frill for someone. And when it comes to self-employed person, you have obligations to make sure that you pay your suppliers, pay your rent, et cetera. And then that's the free cash flow business is generating so that you can uh, take a loan to grow. So what we are looking at at Tashfin is uh, both self-employed and uh, salaried folks through our credit line card. I'm not sure if you've uh, seen uh, our website, but Tashfin provides a uh, credit line card to its customers where they provide the flex, where we provide the flexibility to a customer, whether he wants to uh, take a loan for as little as thousand rupees to as high as five lakh rupees. And depending on his free cash flows can decide to take a loan for three months to as high as 36 months. So we provide a lot, a lot of flexibility to the customer, making sure the credit grows without impacting their credit, uh, credit, uh, credit bureau. And uh, in the recent times, you know, with the pandemic and the more uh, pandemic, the RBI regulations to uh, during the moratorium period, we've seen a lot of people have got affected because of, uh, you know, their uh, bureaus being adversely affected. Our card has played a very important role by providing people flexibility to choose larger term loans or smaller term loans and uh, repay or foreclose uh, depending on their flexibility they have. Okay. I want to understand that does Tashin provide loans to people who don't have a credit score also? Yes, uh, we do. Uh, we do underwrite what we call new to credit. Someone who has probably just taken a, got a phone financed, you know, but uh, has not been, take, has not taken anything larger in terms of a personal loan or a credit card or even um, an auto loan. We do underwrite folks like that. But that's a little. That's a smaller population, but uh, that's some area that we are focusing on as we're trying to get more people mainstream. Okay. As I mentioned, the credit line card provides a lot of flexibility. We are not uh, the APRs uh, we charge are less than uh, what a credit card charges. You could use this card uh, anywhere, online, offline. Go withdraw cash without any additional fee. In addition um, to that, uh, you are underwritten not based on the just the salary you're earning. For example, if you go take a, if you're new to credit or someone who just has some bare minimum credit footprint to uh, apply for a card, um, 
will notice that they would only get one X or two X their income as a credit card limit, but we underwrite based on the potential, providing higher flexibility. So it could be as high as five X or six X your uh, and uh, your monthly income at the limit. So okay. and that you can repay in three months to thirty six um, as high as forty eight months. Okay. Can you please walk us through the customer journey? If someone wants to get a Statsfin credit line card, how can he or she take so? Sure. So uh, the journey is uh, quite simple. We uh, think it's a three-minute journey. If you process it, uh, if you complete it in time, and then uh, you may be able to get the card in 24 hours after all the verification we are able to do. So uh, what happens, you, you expect it to put in your name, full name, as per your PAN card, your PAN details, your Aadhaar details, or your OVD details. That could be your driver's license, your passport, whatever you're comfortable sharing your current address proof where you would want the card and then your permanent address, which is generally as per the other hard card. Share your banking, show us, uh, you know, basically what we are checking for I, for your free cash flows at that point in time when we take your banking. Um, and that's pretty much it. Put a, your KYC, your banking, and you would know uh, yay or nay that you've been approved for a card. Then okay. comes the next step, next step of you know, doing a visit to your house or your office to collect your documents to match the um, match the person applying for the card is the person uh, we're giving it to. You know, there's a lot of uh, identity theft that happens. So that's one thing we do. And uh, once that verification is complete, the card is dispatched to your uh, current address proof. Okay. Current address, I'm sorry. Yeah. Got it. I want to go back to the pandemic now. So as you also mentioned that the RBI had imposed moratorium period during the pandemic. So right. how did that affect Stashfin's cash flow? Um, sure. You know, uh, we were very fortunate to uh, say that um, cash flows did not get affected. We did not take moratorium from any of our lenders. However, we uh, offered moratorium to 100% of our customers. So anyone who who is, uh, you know, who was probably overdue at that point in time could make himself whole with the any overdue payments and go month on month taking the moratorium. We did a lot of educational videos teaching the customer that moratorium does not mean uh, EMI MAF or loan MAF. Moratorium just means it's deferment of your EMI, but your interest still accrues. So a lot of uh, Trading during that period went uh, to tell the customers that if you have any extra cash, because we saw a lot of people were not spending as much because going out was limited, you know, no fuel expenses. A lot of people moved back to their family homes, so there were no rentals. So we thought a lot of people were saving money. And, uh, um, you know, we saw a lot of people paying back. Um, and at that point in time, we had reduced uh, risk by not doing large dispersal because we saw there was no discretionary spend. And here we are not looking to finance the basics of a person, as we know, since we are financed based on your free cash flows. Um, so the disbursements were very limited as we did not know what the risk would look like after the pandemic and how long the pandemic would be for. So fortunately, uh, you know, our cash flows were not impacted uh, severely. Okay. And has the pandemic changed how you underwrite a risk? 
initially when the, the market for opening up uh, we you know a lot was dependent on the bureau uh, but we saw the bureau was very very mismatched in terms of uh, good customers were also reported to be bad so we stopped relying on the bureau for a uh, for a few months till the bureau got its act together so yes it a lot changed in terms of underwriting models and uh, but now again we are back to relying on the bureau and we have our own uh, black box of uh, variables through which a person has to go through whether before he or she is approved okay and is there any long term effect of the pandemic on the digital lending industry um i'm sure you're aware of uh, a lot of rbi regulations coming out and impact of lot of uh, folks who were operating in the uh you know um in were reg- operating uh, in an unregulated manner right. through different platforms so a uh, pandemic has definitely or rbi's actions have definitely controlled that and with rbi's initiative uh, you know we're looking uh, positively for uh, you know a, a stricter compliance and um, uh, policies in place to protect the customers the retail customers especially okay and is there any long term negative effect on the growth of this industry because of the pandemic i don't think there's a, a long term effect pandemic has affected everyone i don't think there's a single industry that's not got affected by the pandemic but for digital lending as i mentioned you know um, there are 400 million folks who don't have a credit imprint and this number is just going to grow and with digital lending we provide a lot of opportunity and uh, i don't think that opportunity is going away anytime soon okay shruti thank you so much for your time